Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. I wonder if Nick and the Ultras could cover this. I don't know. Let's find out from the man himself, Mick Mixon, former voice of the Carolina Panthers, former analyst for the Tar Heel Sports Network, football, men's basketball, and one of the all-time front men for bands that play on the side porch of the Carolina in Chapel Hill. My friend Mick Mixon, how are you, sir? You were supposed to text me a reminder <laughs> that I was coming on. I... So you're in the penalty box, two minutes roughing. What if what if what have I interrupted your day now? What were you doing? Um at my my daughter by marriage and my son by marriage's house, the uh, dryer's not venting properly, so <laughs> Your call came in when I was on my hands and knees trying to science out this uh, one of life's most vexing questions. I apologize but, for that. No, it's all good. Steelers' wheel is all good. We never covered that. I've never been a front man and never wanted to be. I've always just been on the back line trying to uh, keep lay a little drum beat down. But, A.G., I've missed you. And I was telling Natalie, my, my daughter-in-law, that I was going to be on the radio. And she said, well, why? And with whom? And I said, two great questions. Um, what this basically says is that it's the middle of the summer and hosts like my cherished friend Adam Gold are desperate for content. Uh, well, I'm not arguing that at all. Um, we I sort of uh, backdoored into an idea for content by talking about the glory days. We actually just said the passing of Dick Sheridan, which is really the uh, that was the entry point for this. Uh, because that was the best era of North Carolina State football. Uh, and I thought, well, if, I, if we do that, we can do one for each school. And I thought that Mick Mixon, you know, would like to come off the John Deere and uh, maybe just kind of just relax for a little bit and talk about the old days. Uh, I hate that I inter- interrupted you in uh, in dryer venting, uh, because that is that's a major, uh, it's a, could be a major problem for a household. Yeah, you don't want that. I think we got it fixed, though. but. I mean, I hadn't thought about Sheridan in a while, but he was he was intimidating, I thought. I mean, not in a mean-spirited mm-hmm. way, but he was just so serious. And I was interviewing him one time. I think a, a hurricane had ripped through uh, Garden City, and somebody, Charles Chandler or Al Featherston or somebody, had mentioned to me once that Coach Sheridan had, had a house down at Garden City. So I begin this pregame interview, <laughs> chatty, <laughs> Friendly, like I should not have been, because we—he probably viewed it as we were not friends. <laughs> I asked him how. You know, I said, "Coach, you know, the, the whole state is concerned about the storm, and I hope hope your Garden City property survived it and did okay, no damage." And he drew his thumb across his throat in that cut <laughs> motion and said, "Start the interview over, and don't ask me about that." Wow. Jeez, what a grouch! <laughs> that's a that's a setback right out of the gate. Um, all right, let me ask you about uh, – oh, there probably are two different answers to this. 
If I had to ask you what the best stretch of North Carolina football was, which would you say? And it really, it's kind of the modern era of football. I don't want to go back into uh, into the '60s or you know the Charlie Choo Choo Justice era of maybe the early '70s. But um, what what do you think the best era of UNC football was? One more quick thing: five seconds about Coach Sheridan. Uh, I, I'm a ACC man. I, my dad went to state, and uh, I went to Dick Devenzio's basketball camp as a little boy growing up in Chapel Hill. And of course, the Tar Heels had Wake. I followed them all. But any NC State fans thinking of Mick's idiot for asking Coach Sheridan about a Garden City and destruction, there there would be correct, of course. I should not. He, Coach was right, and I was wrong. I should not have begun the interview that way. But I was young and dumb, and and there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, Adam, when Mac Brown, when Mac Brown went one in ten twice in 1988 and 1989, and and, and then but then started to to sow from the the crop the seeds that had been planted with him sending an assistant coach or going himself into every high school in North Carolina, whether they had a prospect or not, that 1990. Uh, Mac Brown coached UNC team was one of my favorite teams of all time. They went six, four, and one. The one was a tie against Georgia Tech that you may remember. I think mm-hmm. you were on the planet way back in <laughs> 1990. A young little little AG went behind the ears. Yep. <laughs> but that was the start of something really special. And so I, I would say from then on through when Coach left uh, to go to Texas, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. those teams had the swag they had to get on, get on. I mean, they look, they look great getting on that airplane. They look great warming up. I mean, they had draft picks and never could quite, you know, Florida state had a little bit different DNA than the rest of the league back then. Never could quite get, you know, get over that, uh, get, get through the, the crepitus of uh, the Seminoles and their reign of terror. But those Mac Brown teams, I mean, I remember Chris Keldorf, I remember interviewing Chris Keldorf and just talking to him, thinking, "This is Manhattan Beach, California. Are you kidding? This is what a, this is what North Carolina has never had, which is an NFL caliber quality quarterback. Why he why it didn't work out for him in the pros, I'm not really sure, but he could sling. And that '96 North Carolina team that beat Clemson opening day, Keldorf threw 25 touchdown passes that year. I mean, I put that team up against up against a great many in the history of the league. And those that run had three ten win seasons, uh, another nine win season, and an eight win season in that stretch, uh, and it really did. It, it went one and ten, one and ten, and then all of a sudden, uh, it, they were just cranking out not only great seasons but also so many NFL draft picks, and it seemed like everybody was a defensive lineman. Uh, during that stretch, or a linebacker, which is kind of the opposite of what we've seen today. And that's not that they didn't have good uh, good players. One of my favorite players, you know me, I grew up as a Jets fan. I'm a recovering Jets fan now. There's no reason to be a Jets fan anymore. Uh, but Leon Johnson was one of my favorite players ever who wore a Jets uniform, and he was one of the great players, great offensive players who played at UNC. Johnson and Johnson, Curtis Johnson and Leon Johnson, 1,000%. And don't forget the secondary. I mean, that 96 team, so Clemson comes in opening day to, to Chapel Hill. I'm pretty sure Neon Green was the quarterback. And they had it rolling, not Dabo rolling, but they were good, nationally ranked. 
And so, Neilon Green, first and 10 Clemson from the minus 20, minus 25. He, he fades back, throws a dart up and out to the near side. Boom. Robert Williams, Quickie Williams, lays out, tips the ball away, incomplete. Second and 10, up and out to the left side, 15-yard outcut. Dre Black comes out of nowhere, lays out, boom, knocks it away, tips it away. Three and out. Clemson has to punt. North Carolina's up, I think, maybe 10 to nothing. And the players are on the sideline. The North Carolina players are kind of joking around and laughing and having fun. And the coaches are insane. They come over to Dre Bly, Robert Williams, Keldorf, and them. What are you guys doing? Get serious. This is Clemson. And Keldorf is reported to have looked at the coaches and said, with a big old smile and said, Coach, relax. They're, they're not that good. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? <laughs> uh, athletes have uh, have a way of just putting it in, uh, just kind of all in perspective. They, and he was probably right. <laughs> I know. He probably was right. Mick Mixon is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Who's the best player you ever saw wear a North Carolina uniform in, in, in football? What are you doing to me? Why do you do this? I'm, I'm remembering now why uh, coming on your show uh, – Caused me to feel like I was bleeding from somewhere. That is that is so untrue. That is you, <laughs> That is not true. The best player. That's what are you, Eggy? Hey, what are you doing? To, why? I thought we were friends. We uh, are. We are friends. There's no right or wrong answer here. I mean, the best player is probably Lawrence Taylor, but it might be. Uh, it also might be Julius Peppers. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I don't know. I mean, I hate superlative questions like this, mainly maybe because I don't do a very good job answering them. It's just hard to quantify art. So, you know, who's the best? What was the, what's the best restaurant in the triangle? What, who are the, who's the best? Cookout. Who was the best looking cheerleader back then? I mean, <laughs> I think so. A couple of names come to mind. You know, Marcus Jones was Marcus Jones would wreck every front that you mm-hmm. threw at him. Yep. Uh, Jason Stanisek. Was under, I mean, Jason Stanisek, one of the best college players, looked like an intern in the uh, in the film room who had won a contest to come in and play one play at quarterback. But he could function. I mean, right. just running that. I remember the 93 Southern Cal, uh, the mm-hmm. Disney classic. Jason Finley Stanisek made Southern Cal look like they had never practiced. <laughs> So I mean, you know, you mentioned Julius Peppers, mm-hmm. um, uh, and of course, I mean, you know, you, yeah, Lawrence Taylor. There's a tendency to va- to try to answer this question based on what they did after college. True, but uh, I mean, and I think Dre Bly deserves mention. I'm just yep. thinking about kind of the the weight of what some of those guys were able to to pull in turning that program around. And B- Bly was the only two time consensus All American. 
uh, in UNC football history. So, he, I mean, he was. He was a, an incredible player. He came in, I think he was in the same draft as Torrey Holt. And those two guys, uh, you know, obviously played on the same team. They both played with the Rams. Uh, but that was, I mean, Bly was a tremendous player and was, until recently, uh, part of the coaching staff. Real quick about about Peppers, because you obviously not only uh, watched him at UNC, but we all watched him with the Panthers, and he just went into the Hall of Honor. What what do you re- remember most about him, including on the basketball court? A dunk he had, left-handed cuff dunk at Buffalo on a snowy night at Buffalo late in the game, where to see that that amount of weight, that girth elevate, I mean, he was his chin was about at the rim, as I remember. It's one of the few times in my life working with Woody Durham that I ever almost tried to out Woody Woody by yelling. I mean, I just jumped up and grabbed Woody by the left arm. Went, oh, I just couldn't help myself. I mean, seeing Julius dunk like that, my golly. But Julius was... And he is very smart. Yeah, he's not just you know we're we're going to give 110 percent and you know hope hope we win. Julius is well read. He knows the lyrics. To, he knows not just songs, but what the who wrote them and what the, the writer was trying to say. I used to love talking to him when we I'd interview him and I say, "Look, Julius, I know what you're capable of. I'm on to you. So don't give me any of these three word answer jizz jazz and." <laughs> He'd smile, big old smile, and say, "Yeah, okay, Meg, all right." <laughs> yeah, he was a uh, he was obviously a special player. I love the uh, maybe the second half of his career. He became uh, just an incredible leader, and I know he's doing a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, doesn't play anymore, but he's doing a lot of stuff for uh, charitable endeavors in Charlotte. He has become really a, a, a guy who is very ingratiated in his community. All right, I'm going to let you get back to the dryer. Mick Mixon, and uh, then on your tractor, I'll I'll text you a picture of the next time uh, I'm working in the field. I uh, look forward to seeing it, AG. I, seriously, man, I cherish your friendship. It's, I, I love giving you a hard time, and you do the same to me, but we, we've driven a lot of miles together yeah. figuratively, and I respect you a lot. And um, if you ever get desperate for content again, just give me a call. <laughs> uh, okay, you'll be first on the list now. Uh, but I, I, I do apologize for not giving you the heads up text even yesterday because uh, you know what you could have been knee deep in lint and i know how important that stuff is <laughs> yeah i used to work on dryers but i gave them up for lint <laughs> <laughs> oh wow we're gonna end on that huh okay that's fair all right man i'll, I'll talk see. to you soon mick mix in the okay fine <laughs> the absolute best oh my gosh that's also how we would he would end basically every conversation i love it okay fine all right, fine. Best dad jokes. My gosh, that is so good. More great news for carry commuters. With the new Go Carry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the Go Carry app, you can easily connect to gocarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the Go Carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go Carry, where getting there is just a tap away.